and ask my wife, when do you think was my worst moment from the time that you've known me? Meaning what, what was like where I was at my worst. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to a new episode of Firelane Podcast. And you know how we do it here. I start every single episode by expressing gratitude towards you. I just want to thank you for tuning back in, coming back to to another episode of Firelane Podcast, for sharing it to whoever you shared it with, for engaging with me and my Instagram and my socials, for everything that you do, whether it's just a like, whether it's a comment, with whatever it is, whether it's just a view. I do really appreciate it you taking the time and consideration to even just click on my name, on my story, on my clips, on whatever, on this episode. So I do appreciate you. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Again, you're my biggest supporter, so I do appreciate you very much. If you're new, welcome. Welcome. Hopefully what I do on these episodes, on the podcast, on my Instagram, any type of content that I release, I hope and pray that it adds value to you and to your life. And enough for you to stick around and learn more about me and my wife and how I lead life and how how we do life here in our household. But today I wanted to um, talk about how our story, what we tell ourselves in here, really controls every single aspect of our life. From our beliefs, from our actions, from the way we lead life, from what we do as an occupation, from what we do... Um, how we do relationships with other people, how we do relationships with our wife, anything that we do is really controlled by the story that we tell ourselves in here. And kind of, I'll be telling stories and probably repeating some stories that you might have heard in the previous episodes as well, especially if you've, if you've been a follower of us since when I started the podcast with my wife back in 2019. A lot of the stories that we've learned so far, um, looking back in retrospect, could have been different if we had just thought a little bit different. And what I mean by that is just because it's relatable right now, especially if you've been recently listening to the previous episodes that I've released, the story of me growing up without a a father, that could have gone two ways. And just to give you a synopsis or like kind of like an analogy that doesn't involve me, I don't know if you've heard of the story of, I guess, I think it was twin boys who had the same father and the father was a drunk and the two boys grew up with the same father, same household and everything, went through the same, I guess, similar life per se, but one ended up being a drunk and the other one ended up being a successful entrepreneur and leading a life that his father couldn't or that the other brother couldn't. And they asked them both the same question. Of course, the drunk, they asked him, wait, well, how come you're drunk? And the kid said, well, because my father was a drunk. And they asked the successful, the successful kid, and it, he, just, he said the same thing, because my father was a drunk. So it's really what you tell yourself about your circumstances or the events of your life that happened. And what you tell yourself as to why they happened and how that made you be or how that made you feel and everything So it's very important for you to analyze and reflect on your life in a very positive light. Even if it's stuff that happened that was horrible, that is the most grotesque, most horrible thing that could ever happen to any human being, 
there's still good that can come out of that in the moment. And I got into a discussion with someone in the com- in the comment section with a guy who said that he went through an accident 10 years ago and he said, like, I have no idea why I had to go through that or what good that could bring into my life. And I told him at the moment, you never, you never, you can, even myself, um, even as, as hard as I can try, it's very hard for you to go through a moment and in, the, in that exact same moment, specifically with bad moments, for you to see the good in it. It's when time has passed, when you heal yourself, when you take the time to reflect on the moment, not let it stop you anymore, and you reflect on it. And you think back, well, what good thing can come out of this? And I told him my story, my personal story about it, about our accident. So when, just to give you context, back in 2016, um, it was very, like, this accident happened in the worst moment that could have happened because we were, we were living at my mom's. What I mean by we is myself, my wife, and our son Abel. It was just three of us back then. But my wife was pregnant. And it was close to the due date of our of our first daughter, Emma. So it was around November, December. My wife decided to no longer work, I think, after her birthday or after Thanksgiving in November or probably December. I'm not too sure. It was around that time frame. We were living at my mom's. I wasn't working because we were focused on our business. Um, so I wasn't working a full-time job. And she decided to no longer work. I think I was working like a very very part-time like part-time of part-time job kind of thing uh, while I was working our, our business as well so um it came time for our daughter to be born around the first or yeah the first the first week of December and it, we were we went through a horrible time what I mean by horrible is because our daughter was in the NICU and we didn't know how long or what was going on with her there was no communication I mean there was communication from the nurses but not from the doctors uh, because the way that it operated there it was it was very much um, it was very much restricted for the parents but so yeah we went through that our daughter was born greatest day of our life again and then horrible news she has to be in the NICU we didn't know for how long they didn't tell us how long uh, we just knew that okay she had to get her breathing correct and she had to I think she had jaundice so they had to do all that stuff and then they released her on a Monday, okay? And I'm going to connect this story to my the story with the guy in the comment section on Instagram. So they released her on a Monday. We had a great week so far. We were doing what we needed to do to make sure that she was healthy and everything. Come Friday, we went to an event, a Christmas event, because it was almost Christmas. So we went to a Christmas event for our business organization. And coming back, coming back from that event, we got hit by a drunk driver. And... I didn't share all these details with the guy. I just gave him a very straight like, hey, well, in, back in 2016, I almost lost my family. And of course, in the moment, I didn't realize what the, the good out of it came out of from that. But in retrospect, I have more appreciation for my family now. I have more. I want to give more love to my kids. I want to give more love to my wife. And it shouldn't take an accident to get to that point. Uh, but sometimes it does, unfortunately. So what happened, we got hit by a drunk driver. We rolled over six times. At least that's what the witnesses told us. We were very much, uh, we were very lucky to even come out with very minuscule injuries. The car was totaled. And 
I might be able to show pictures here on the video version of the podcast so you can you guys you guys can see how bad it was like it was super bad you would because we just imagine we had a 10 day old baby we had our son we had my wife they were all all three of them were in the back seat i was in the front and we were like less than 30 seconds away from getting home and and that happened and to me in the moment getting hit by a drunk driver the guy blaming it that i was slow or whatever um blaming it on us he was drunk and of course me i was filled with rage in that moment in that moment i was filled with rage but then i was able to turn my focus into my family like this like from us from going from rageful well at first of course i wanted to make sure everyone was safe once i knew everyone was safe then i turned into rage and i wanted to attack the guy and beat him down beat him up and do all these things to him because hey you almost killed my family dude from your recklessness and from even then i was able to turn back into my family make sure that she was good make sure that the cops are coming the ambulance and everything and um yeah the guy got arrested he got put into jail i think he was checked as well in the hospital and there was a moment when they were checking my wife and they were taking her in an ambulance and they took her and our son and then they took me and our newborn daughter emma and while I, I was in a, I guess it was called a gurney or the ambulance bed or, or whatever that thing is called. When we were getting rolled, I just started bawling, like crying out of gratitude. And the reason why I was grateful, and this is what I mean by while you're going through it, while we were rolling over, while I was feeling all those emotions, I couldn't find the gratitude in it yet. But then I, I look back. And even in, and while we were getting rolled into the ambulance, like I mentioned, I started bawling. I started crying out of gratitude because I still had my daughter. I still have my wife. I still have our son. And most importantly, at least for me, my family still had me. Our car was totaled. We were living at my mom's. My wife had stopped working. I wasn't making that good money. And we just we just got into an accident. Totaled car. We had to buy a new car, car seat, I believe. Uh, new stroller and everything no not the stroller but the car seat our car was stolen so we had no car and and all these things but in the end the most important things that i wanted in my life were still there which was my family and this is what i mean by while you're going through the through the moment of the event it's very hard for you to see the good in it or how grateful you are that you went through that event or what came out of that event it's really when you look back into it and I keep constantly reminding myself of that event like, hey, we could have been gone like this. We could have been gone today. I could be gone like this. I could be gone tomorrow. I could be gone whenever. And that reminds me that really puts life into to perspective like, hey, I don't have that much time on this earth. I don't have that much time with my family. Yeah, a few decades that I have with them. But even then, we all leave this world think. Or wanting more time with them, wanting more time with our loved ones, wanting to express our love and gratitude, wanting to give more to them. So I always think back of, of my mortality to be reminded like, hey, at any moment, at any instant, you could be snapped away from this earth. Your family could be taken away from you or I could, excuse me, I could be taken away from my family. And that really puts it into perspective and that really allows me to be motivated be be filled with 
with joy, be filled with happiness, not let circumstances control me, not let any negative emotions control me from or stop me from doing what I want to do, whether it's to help my wife, help my kids or help you guys, because I could be gone like this. And I know it kind of went a bit, a bit tangent there, but how it connects to the, to the comment, like he was telling me the same story that he didn't know how that accident can help him. And I just gave him my story. I just related to him like, Hey, I almost lost my family back in 2016. And of course, in the moment I couldn't go through, I couldn't see the good in it, but now I'm filled with gratitude that one, even though it was a horrible event and it shouldn't take a horrible event for me to be more grateful, be more loving, be more, be more conscious of like, hey, my mortality. It did. And I'm grateful that it happened. We lost a car, but that led us to really knowing what we want out of life, really knowing what we want to do, how we want to lead a family, how we want to live as a family, how we want to express our love to each other and everything. So that was a good from it. And yeah, I mean, he returned the comment saying like, hey, I'm sorry that you went through the accident too. I really know how that can be very difficult, especially being a parent and everything. So um, thank you for sharing. And that's, that's, that's basically the whole synopsis of me doing the podcast is sharing my story, sharing my experiences in the hopes that, hey, you take something from it where you're able to learn from it and apply it to your life and and you're able to lead a life of gratitude and joy and happiness and purpose and fulfillment. And how that ties into the topic for today is what you tell yourself in here really controls what you do, how you see the world, your perspective of other people, your perspective of 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 the world, really. Because some people can see this world right now. If you really think about it, you watch the news, you watch social media, you watch all this negativity. Of course, your perception is going to be negative. And your brain, your brain is always looking for the familiar. So if you're thinking negative, you're seeing negative, you're like reinforcing your brain to think and look for negative. So you go to work and you only see negative. You, you look at your life, you look at your kids, you look at your spouse, you look at your friends, you look at whatever. And because your brain is full of negativity, of course, it's going to only look for negative because the brain is looking for the familiar. And I'm going to prove it to you real quick. Right now, take this moment, look around the room and look for the color blue. Take five, ten seconds, look for only blue stuff, right? So look for all the blue. Now tell me or tell yourself because you're not talking to me right now, but tell yourself how many brown things did you see, right? So your brain, because you were focused on looking for blue, you were only staring at blue. You were looking for blue. You were not looking for brown. So that's what I mean that your brain is looking for the familiar. So if you tell yourself, hey, look for blue, it's not going to look for brown. And some, if someone asks you, like I did, how many brown things did you see? You have, you're not going to have no idea because your brain was looking for the familiar, which is blue. So your story, what you tell yourself about yourself in here really shapes your actions, your beliefs, your your life, really, how, how you lead how you're able to love your spouse, how you're able to love yourself, how you're able to either have a business or not have a business, have a good career, have a bad career, have the career that you want and do what you love or not have that and just go through life with the flow because everybody's doing it. And it's because of what you tell yourself here. So back to the worst moment that I had, I think it was 
Yeah, because I asked my wife this the other day. And I did talk about it. So it's going to be a story that you guys already know from my first, the first episode coming back. I told my wife and asked my wife, when do you think was my worst moment from the time that you've known me? Meaning what, what was like where I was at my worst, my quote unquote rock bottom. And she said last year, last year when you were stressed at work, you were not doing, you were not taking care of yourself physically. You were very negative. And I agreed because as soon as I asked that question, as soon as I thought about asking her that question, that's the point in time where I thought about like that was at my worst. But even then, that's, again, that's another example of how I was talking to myself in here affected my external. So really, when it comes to change, when it comes to improvement, when it comes to you growing, you becoming better, it all starts in here and in here. It's within you. It's not external. You don't have to change the external to change the internal. You have to change the internal to change the external. And that's when I was like, okay. And you guys know from the from the first podcast, like, hey, I needed a change. I didn't like how I was thinking. And that's where like on the previous podcast as well, the cycles of growing you or changing you, I had to become aware. I had to ask the questions. I had to accept the answers. Then I had to have an intention to change them, take action on them and then reflect. So those are the steps that I took in that journey as well. And I continue taking it over and over again. Again, another thing that also, even though I was now in a better place, I was still being stopped by limiting beliefs, what I was telling myself in here, when it came to like the podcast or the videos that I was doing. When it came to the point where I decided like, hey, I want to be able to help people stop suffering in life. And I want to be able to be the one that coaches them or leads them or guides them in a certain way by, of course, being vulnerable myself, but also having empathy for people out there. And when I decided to do that internally, I was like, well, who the heck am I? Who the heck am I to do those things? Who the heck am I to help those people? What do I have to say? What do I have to add? How can I be of service to others? And those were limiting beliefs because I was limiting myself. Well, I haven't done anything to be able to help people. I haven't done this, I haven't done that. But that was a story I was telling myself. And then that's where I had a breakthrough. It took, I was aware of it, of course. I mean, like I mentioned, I took those steps that I that I went through in the last, in the previous episode before this one. And yeah, I went through those and I was like, okay, that's not the story that I want to tell myself because one, it's robbing me from what I want to do and what I want to be able to do for you. And two, it's robbing you from me being able to help you in any way, shape or form that I can, whether it's through the videos that I post, the podcast, communicating with you, talking with you over the phone, becoming friends or, or whatever. If I kept living, limiting myself, then I would rob both of us. And that's where I was like, okay, I need to stop. I need to stop. I need to be able to accept the fact that one, it's not about being perfect. It's not about being perfect. Two, I'm always going to be met with adversity, meaning people are going to want to talk negative. People are gonna going to want to try to bring me down, whatever it is that is negative. They're going to try to stop me from doing good. And that's where I have to kind of reframe that whenever someone is trying to be negative, it's not because I'm doing bad. It's because they something negative is inside of them and they're just expressing it outwardly towards me. And I have to do the work to not let that stop me from doing the good. 
And I have to remind myself, constantly remind myself like, hey, you're not doing it to change the mind of the negative people. You're doing it to add value to them, but also keep focused on the people who actually need and want the help. Because those are the people that are probably not reaching out to you, probably not expressing the gratitude or how much you have helped them, but you are. And that's what I have to keep in the forefront of my mind. Like, hey, you're doing this for those people. You're not doing it to change the minds of the negative people. You're doing it for the people who need, who actually want and need the help. And you never know, maybe those negative people do need the help because like I mentioned, that people who need the most help and the most love uh, ask of it often in the most unhelpful and unloving ways, meaning they're negative. But they're like basically screaming through negativity. I need help. I want to feel more loved because I'm not feeling it right now. And all I have is negativity. So I'm all all that I'm expressing is negative emotions or negative comments and stuff. So I had to do that as well. I had to do that work. But it's all because of what you tell yourself in here. So kind of like a little challenge that I want you to take on is to change for you to change your story that you tell yourself. If you want to do something, well, first off, think of what you want to do, whether you want to change your career, whether you want to change your relationship with your spouse, with your children, with your friends, you want to change the trajectory, sorry, if you want to change the trajectory of your business or the team that you lead, think about what truly what you want, how you want to be, and take the time to really dig deep, dig deep, tell your, like, really go through the steps that I outlined, really be aware, be aware of your shortcomings, be aware of where you're good at, Ask yourself questions of the deep questions like, okay, what can I do now or what can I start doing to change this from stopping me? What can I do? What can I start doing so that I, my, my relationship with my spouse can be better? What can I start doing to change the trajectory of our business or my career? What do I really want out of life? Who do I want to be? Ask yourself those questions, detail them, journal them, however you want to do it, whether you want to do it through, through a recorder but write them down. That way you're clear. That way you put, you take it out of your mind onto paper. You take it out of your mind into a voice or just have a conversation with anyone. But really put into detail. What do you want? Ask yourself and accept the answers. Like, why do I want to do this? And have an intention to put it into action. And then reflect after some time that you put it into action. Reflect on those things. And one key thing that I want to really, really hone in on is that Change is not, it's not instant. Change is not from one day to the other. Remember, however old you are, think about it. From the time that you were born to now, right? You were raised with certain beliefs. You were told to believe this and not believe that. So for me, for example, I made this change when I was 27, going into 28. So for 27 plus years, I was set in these beliefs. Some have changed, some have been reinforced, but I was just set in this way. What I mean by that is that because I grew up with our father, no one, I was not enough. I was not good enough. I was not smart enough. I was not, I was just not enough, right? And that was my belief. No one told me that. It was just me reflecting back on that occasion. I'm like, huh, my father didn't think I was enough for him to fight for me. So for 27 plus years, I went on with life like that subconsciously I wasn't conscious of it until I had to do the work right so I did the work but for 27 plus years imagine going with that belief 
it's not going to take a day, hours, weeks. It's going to take a long time because for 27 plus years, that's what I had grown up with by myself. No one added to it. It was just my perception. Like I mentioned, my story that I told myself about that event until I started to change it. So I started to change it. But even then, I'm still constantly fighting it over and over and over again. And I have to take those steps. I have to become aware, ask the questions, accept the answers, have an intention to change them, take action to change, and then reflect on them. And I'm constantly doing that over and over and over again. Recently, I already told you, I went through my insecurities of people putting negative comments, uh, pointing out stuff that I don't like about me, but then really accepting the fact like, hey, it's not, it's not about me. It's about you guys. It's about who I'm doing this for. And by me being vulnerable, by me putting my message out there, putting myself out there, really being, I don't want to put a graphic image in your brain, but really clothing myself and revealing myself to the world through my message, not physically. Okay. Don't start picturing the wrong thing, but through my message, through my story, through what I do, really putting myself out there, being vulnerable, being open to the world and hoping and, and not expecting, but hoping that I'm, because I'm putting good out there, that good, good comes back to me. But even if it doesn't still fortify in, in me that, Hey, I'm doing this for you. I'm not expecting anything in return. I'm just doing it, right? So that's a story that I constantly tell myself and remind myself about. Like, hey, I'm not doing this to become popular. I'm not doing this to have a ton of money. I'm not doing this to have a ton of followers or, or become famous or, or really get anything out of life. I'm doing this to add value to you guys because I care so much deeply Um about you, that I want you to stop suffering. I want you to stop limiting yourself. I want you to stop living the life that you don't want and find the greatness in you, find the purpose that you have in life, find the meaning in life and do that and live life that way. Because the greatest failure you can ever have is reach success without fulfillment. And that's where I was about a year and a half ago back in I think it was a bit between the periods. I think it was after New Year's of last year. So starting 2021, kind of like into February all the way to May, I was at my worst. I didn't like how I was thinking. I didn't like what I was doing. Externally, though, this is what I mean by even though you reach success without fulfillment, it's the ultimate failure. Because like I mentioned, you know that me being a supervisor was a job that I was fighting for for a long time, five plus years. And I was doing my best and working hard to get there. And I was finally there and I was making the money, right? But mentally, I was gone. Emotionally, not good. Physically, not good either. Relationship-wise, it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't the, where it needed to be, at least for me. And, but I mean, externally, I was good. I had the job I wanted. And I was making more than enough money than what we needed at the time. But the other things were not good. And that's where I had to prioritize. Do I want to keep this facade that I'm doing good because I'm being a supervisor, which is the job I wanted for a, for a long time? And because I'm making the money, or do I care more about myself, my family, and my health? And that's where I had to prioritize. Like, okay, I pick those three over those two. Because those two will come and go. Money comes and goes. So take care of the things that you live with every single day. 
So you live with your emotions, you live with your physical body, you live with the people that you love and care. And if those are taken care of the right way, then the other two, money and, and work or business, will be taken care of as well. Because like I mentioned, it bleeds, stuff bleeds. So if you're not good emotionally, then that's going to bleed into your physical health. That's going to bleed into your relationships. That's going to bleed into your work and your business. And that's going to bleed into your money. So if you're not good in the core things that you need to take care of about yourself, it's going to bleed and you're going to see it. It might not happen in a day, might not happen in a week, but it will happen eventually. And what I want to help you do is not get to that point yourself and catch it before before it gets to that to be that bad like it did for me. So, yeah, just know that your story, what you tell yourself about yourself in here, really determines how you lead life, the actions you take, the beliefs that you believe, the course of life that you want to take. And I want to reinforce the good in you and tell you like, hey, do like tell yourself that story, the good story, not the bad one that you've been telling yourself. Tell yourself the good story. If you want to do something, let's say if you want to to be a realtor or you want to have a business, but you're telling yourself, well, I don't have the money, I don't have the time, I don't have this, I don't have that. Then even though you're telling yourself, I want this, you're telling the, the bad story of what you don't have, where it's really like, okay, I want to have that. How can I have it? Even though my time is limited, my money is limited, how can I start with what I have right now? Like for me, for example, I want to be a coach and I also want to be a speaker, right? And now I don't have, right now we don't have the income to invest in a course. And I mean, I still have to work my way up to, up to being a speaker or whatever course and path that I'm leading, right? And of course, I want to put this podcast on a better platform and the videos do at a bigger scale, but I'm not limiting, limiting myself on my limitations, if that makes sense. Just because we don't have the money or the resources yet doesn't mean that I have to wait to get there. Basically saying that you don't have to be ready. You don't have to have all the all the dominoes aligned for you to start. As you go along, you start placing the dominoes with what you have. So you have to start now. You have to start with where you're at. Stop telling yourself the story that is holding you back and start telling yourself the story of that's going to move you forward. That's going to help you go to that that space that you want to be in, whether it's in yourself, whether it's with your relationships, whether it's your job or career, whether it's your money, whether it's your business, whatever it is, you're telling yourself a story that it's either moving you forward or limiting you and getting you stuck where you are. And for you to be able to move forward from that, you're going to have to change. And I know change is something not a lot, lot, not a lot of people like, but it's a must. It's a requirement. You have to change because if you're not changing and growing, and then you're getting stuck in life and you're going to be there and you're going to wonder what happened. And it's because you haven't changed. You're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting for life to get better. But in order for life to get better, you have to get better. And for you to get better, you have to change and grow. So, yeah, the story that you tell yourself is so powerful, guys. So I want to help you tell yourself the good story, the story that adds value to you, that is going to help you move forward to that space that you want to be. That space that you long for so much, whether whatever you want to apply it to, like I mentioned, relationships with yourself, business, career, job, kids, whatever it is, money. It's the story that you tell yourself about that. 
then you have to start with where you are, not wait for the dominoes all the way to be aligned, but start where you are, whether it's one domino. Like, okay, have one domino, I can do something with it. And then place the other domino once you've taken that first step, and then so on and so forth. But hope this episode helped you guys. Hope that you take the time to really write down the story. Write down the story that you've been telling yourself that's been limiting yourself, right? Tell, tell yourself that story, write it down, but with the intention of changing it. And then tell yourself the story that you want, that you want to tell yourself over and over again, the good story, not the one that deducts, but the one that adds. So write both stories down, but write the negative one down in the form of letting go, right? So you're letting go of the thoughts from your head into paper. And then if you want, you can also burn that paper. And then write the ones and keep the ones that you want to tell yourself. So do that, that we can help yourself. And I'm only here to add value to you, to lead you and guide you the best way that I can with love, with empathy, with care. And just tell you the stuff that I've done, that I still do. And even though it's not perfect, I still struggle with and I, I still, uh, it's not it's not beautiful and gorgeous. I still have my limitations. I still have those limiting beliefs. But it's about not having those anymore it's about not letting those thoughts control you and be able to catch them and be able to change them as soon as possible so hope this episode helped you guys hope you start telling yourself that good story the good story that's going to lead you forward that's not going to limit you and stick make you get stuck in where you're at but the story that's going to help you become the person who you, you were created to be who you were going to be to live the purpose that you were meant to to live but if you enjoyed this episode, guys, share it with a person who you think it's going to help. If it helped you, share it with other people. And connect with me. Engage with me on Instagram. You know my, my tag is, my ID tag is moises.rico21. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where I put the video version of our episodes. And we'll see you on the next episode, guys.